We come to worship God, but we, but, but we must live to worship Him not only in prayer, but also in work. May the Word and the Eucharist summon us to the works of Jesus, the Healer, the Liberator. May we commit ourselves to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. Lord, keep us from love that does not know justice and from piety that ignores the world in which your Son is suffering. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the heart, the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord and a day of vindication by our God. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. Like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels, as the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophetic utterances. Test everything, retain what is good. Refrain from every kind of evil. May the God of peace make you perfectly holy, and may you entirely, spirit, soul, and body, be preserved blameless for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will also accomplish it. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to test to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, what are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. So they said to him, who are you? So we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? He replied, I am the voice of the one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent they asked him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, 
I baptize with water, but there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. In 2017, Pope Francis began his apostolic exhortation entitled, The Joy of the Gospel, with these words. The joy of the gospel fills the hearts and the lives of all who encounter Jesus. With Christ, joy is constantly born anew. Today is Gaudete Sunday, the Sunday of joy, and it's symbolized by us lighting the rose candle this weekend. It is a reminder that as Christians, we are to be a joyful people. The church asks us to be aware of the joy of the coming of Christ, who we will commemorate on Christmas. Today's gospel challenges us to identify who are we. As Pope Francis tells us, we are called to be missionaries of Jesus. We carry Jesus to others because we have been touched by him. And Christ's love accompanies us in all we do. That is who we are. That is the cause for joy. Are you and I a joyful people? So how do we get this joy? That is what the readings point to today. Rejoice always, Paul tells us in the letter to the Thessalonians. In the gospel, John the Baptist shows us how to find that joy when he says, make straight the way of the Lord. Isaiah, in our first reading, breaks out in joy as he experienced the divine presence in the hand of God, tremendously at work in his life and mission, when he says, The Spirit of the Lord has been given to me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and release of the prisoners. And then he says, I rejoice heartily in the Lord, and my God is the joy of my soul. This is a song of action, a song of joy and satisfaction of a person empowered by God. This, too, should be our song today, because we have been filled with the Spirit of God. So in appreciation, we should shout out with joy to the Lord. This is the joy of Gaudete Sunday. This is the joy that our Savior is near and coming. In our gospel today, we heard people asking John the Baptist, Who are you? And what did John say to them? I am not the Christ. I am only preparing you to recognize him. It is important for us to recognize Jesus, to encounter him, and to know him. At Christmas, we recognize him easily as a little baby in the manger. It is somehow easy for us to imagine Jesus as a child of Bethlehem. We recognize him as the son of Mary and the foster son of Joseph. 
We recognize him as the one who died on the cross for us and rose from the dead and ascended into heaven. But it is equally important that we recognize Jesus when he comes to us today. But will we recognize Jesus? Will we know him? Will we encounter him today? Recently, I read a story of hope and joy in the December issue of Reader's Digest. The story is about a woman and mother of two whose husband had passed unexpectedly. Holidays are always difficult after the passing of a loved one, especially the first holiday. Many of us know that, and many in our parish are experiencing that the same thing this Christmas season. The woman tells her story that she frequently had unexpected visitors in those early days after her husband's death, sometimes bringing dinner, often with tears. But on that mid-December evening, when the doorbell rang, her six-year-old son opened the door, but nobody was there. Instead, on the doormat was a triangular box, a kit to make a gingerbread house, trimmed with a wide silver ribbon and a note on a white card that read, On the first day of Christmas. It was a mystery. The next night, the doorbell rang again. Another package, two snowman mugs, a packet for hot chocolate tucked in each side of them, tied with the same silver ribbon and including the same white card which read, on the second day of Christmas. We were curious, she said, who was sharing their love for us in these days of darkness without my husband? Her husband had died suddenly that fall, leaving her a widow and single parent of two boys, six and eight years old. She was dreading Christmas. How could December have arrived without her husband, she thought. She didn't turn up the holiday tunes or put up the Christmas decorations. Grieving, too, demands its own not knowing of what to expect. There is one thing she did know. In those dark days of intense grief, somebody was shining a light their way with a simple but powerful message. You are seen. You are loved. Over the course of the next week, they received nightly offerings. They were always simple, six apples, seven clementines, eight packs of gum, each adorned with a signature silver ribbon and the white square note. She continued her story saying, it was such a strange feeling to be wrenched so hard by grief and darkness on the one hand and drawn so firmly toward the light and the hope on the other to feel bereft and abandoned, yet also held, grounded, and supported. Two months earlier, I had been greeted in my driveway by two police officers and a priest there to deliver the news of my husband's death. Then on this night, as I pulled into that same driveway, on this twelfth day of Christmas, I didn't know what to expect. But there on the porch were 12 beautifully wrapped packages, four for my six-year-old, four for my eight-year-old, and four for me. And there again was that white card which read, Merry Christmas. She continued, 
Fifteen years later, I still don't know who gave me those twelve days of hope in the midst of our grief, and I'm glad I don't know. Even as it was happening, the not knowing quickly became my favorite part. That mysterious light pushing its way into our ineffable darkness, not a miracle, not magic, just generous, selfless, human love, which brought us joy. As Pope Francis encourages us to become missionaries of joy, will you bring that joy of Jesus to somebody today? Will someone see Jesus in your smile or your kind deeds? Maybe they're not even looking for him, but may see him in the kindness you share. It might be a stranger, someone you work with, a family member or a friend. Let them see Jesus in you. Show his love in your outlook in all that you do. We are called to bear witness to Christ by our word and by our deed, in good times and in bad, when it suits us and when it doesn't. We need to be messengers who point out Christ to others, just as John the Baptist did. John the Baptist's role as a joyful but direct witness prepared the way for Jesus, and so should we. The joy of Christmas, the joy of Jesus, can only be ours to the extent that we cooperate with Jesus to bring joy into the lives of others. So let us remember that Christmas is not complete until we show real generosity to those who have nothing to give us in return. The question we are left with today from today's readings is, how does your care for others, your joy and your awareness of God, tell others who you are? When you choose joy, you feel good. And when you feel good, you do good. And when you do good, it reminds others of what joy feels like. And it just might inspire them to do the same. Today, as Christ renews his presence among us in the Eucharist, let us promise that as we approach the celebration of Christmas, we will let his presence Bring joy to our hearts, joy to others, true joy, the kind that only Christ can give us, the kind that John the Baptist felt when he leaped for joy in his womb in Mary, in, when, when Mary visited his mother. Today, we too can proclaim like Mary, my soul rejoices in my God. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. This is the truest joy of all. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.